Hello, my friends. Welcome to the How Are You Living podcast. I am your host, Nathan Chilton. I think we can all agree that life can be hard sometimes, and my hope with these podcasts is to help make it a little bit easier, providing you with information to inspire and empower you to live the life that you want. So the question that I'll ask you is, how are you living? Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast or YouTube channel. I hope you're all doing well. If you are liking what you're hearing or seeing, please do click the like button. And if you haven't already, do subscribe so you get these weekly episodes. So today we're going to be talking about stress and inflammation, two topics that are talked about a lot. Before I go into both of them, I'm going to briefly go over each of them so you have an understanding. And then I'm going to explain why both of them are interlinked and why these are two areas that if you really start to focus on and changing to maybe create a less stressful environment and a less inflamed environment, you can really help improve your health. So let's talk about stress. This is something that I have talked about a lot in previous episodes. So the part of your nervous system that deals with stress is your sympathetic nervous system. So if you think of S for stress, it's quite easy to remember. And the opposite to the stress response, the sympathetic part of your nervous system, is the parasympathetic nervous system. Para, think of parachute slowing down. So we need both the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. What we do not need is too much sympathetic dominance and then not being able to switch between, say, the accelerator and the brake. Because what happens when you are more stress dominant or more prone or patterned to be stressed, your body's energy is all messed up. You can't expend it through your body adequately or effectively. So things like digestion, immune system can get neglected and it's all driven. So all that energy is then put into that fight or flight situation that your body thinks it might or might not be in. What we want to do is create that balance. So we want you to be able to have that stress response, which we need. So we have to remember here that it isn't bad. It's necessary to survive. We have it first thing in the morning when we wake up, when we're playing sports, when we're trying to maybe get a deadline, when we need that stress response. But then once that situation is done, we need to switch that off, be able to put your foot on the the break. So you probably want to be able to be in that parasympathetic state 8% at the time. What happens, especially in this day and age, this stress response is being activated day in, day out, moment to moment. It might be an MOT failing, financial crisis, um, illness, insert whatever stress that you might be experiencing at the moment. And that's going to be firing that response. You get it fired day in, day out, you can become patterned to it so you're more sensitive. So that's why it's extremely important when having a look at yourself and auditing how you are doing today and where do you want to be is what is your emotional stress like and how do you manage stress? There are two things that are extremely important and there are two things that you need to be putting work in because if you don't, it can really have an effect on your body's ability to express health. So we know that we need stress in small doses, but then we need to be able to turn it off when we don't need it. But chronic stress, so chronic meaning the length of time that something is going on, so chronic meaning a long time, it's a precursor for diseases. So 75 to 95% of diseases 
has some kind of aspect to chronic stress. But why? One reason is because it can cause inflammation. So that's one thing I'm going to discuss in a moment. But when your body is stressed, you've got an increase in cortisol and adrenaline. So these are the hormones and the chemicals that are pumped around your body to utilize the stress response. In small doses, they're fantastic. We need them. But when they are chronically in your bloodstream, the effectiveness of the cortisol to regulate things like immune system, the inflammatory response, it isn't as effective. So that's why chronic stress can cause inflammation. And again, inflammation in small doses is good. And I'll get into that in a moment. So chronic stress being a common risk factor of diseases, so such as um, rheumatoid arthritis, asthma, cancers, heart problems, um, respiratory issues. The reason why they are a risk factor for these diseases is because of the inflammatory properties of these diseases. What happens when you have chronic stress, which then leads to chronic inflammation because of that change in cortisol effectiveness, you're getting damage to the cells, the tissues, the organs, all the way down to the DNA. And this is when mutations occur in those DNA strands, which then start to create disease. So if we go over to the topic of inflammation now, so what is inflammation? So acute inflammation is your body's response to a issue or something invading the body, say a bacteria, virus, when you cut yourself or injure yourself, the inflammatory response is completely normal and we need it. It's part of the healing process. What happens when it becomes chronic, that's when it starts to cause a problem because our bodies are not designed to be in chronic inflammation. And as I've mentioned at the start, the relationship between chronic inflammation and stress and vice versa shows that they are both kind of interlinked and are two driving forces for development of disease and illness. So that's why it's extremely important. You, you start to grasp what these two things are and you start to make small changes to help either remove yourself away from the inflammatory environment or being better able to manage stress, emotional stress. You are really, really going to help create a better environment for your body to express health. So back to inflammation and, and what happens when your body is inflamed. So so say if I cut myself or there's an invading bacteria, your body releases chemicals and this is activated by the immune system. So you can see that when you are chronically stressed, how increased cortisol affects your immune system. This is why it's linked to the inflammatory response and why sometimes the inflammatory response can become dysregulated in itself if that cortisol pathway isn't as effective as it should be. So once your body has released chemicals, these chemicals go to the site wherever this um, inflammatory response is needed and it aids with the healing process. And then when this inflammatory process is not needed anymore, the body can downregulate and go back to normal. That's all well and good if everything is functioning well, but if you have someone that is chronically stressed and dealing with an inflammatory response, it's very difficult then for the nervous system to downregulate that inflammatory response. So then it can become chronic. And when your body is chronically inflamed, similar to when your body is chronically stressed, it starts to damage the cells, the tissues, the organs, and again, down to the DNA. And it's this damage to the DNA 
that helps or contributes to disease and illnesses, particularly things like cancers, heart problems, and inflammatory autoimmune problems. And I always like to link back to my story and my journey. I really think that me being chronically inflamed and not managing my stress as well as I should have been in that, say, past decade, is probably why this tumour grew when it did. And there's no coincidence that during that decade, the times where I was probably most inflamed internally through what I was eating, drinking alcohol, lack of sleep and, and dietary issues, my body was inflamed. And then I had a lot of emotional stress. So again, high stress, high inflammation, a perfect environment for, for disease, illnesses, tumors to grow. So there's no coincidence that 2013, um, when I first experienced the tumour, 2016, and then again, 2018 through to 2020, the time when that tumour peaked in growth, I had a lot going on. Um, and it is what it is, I can't go back, but all you can do is reflect and learn from past experiences, either to help yourself moving forward, or my hope with these podcasts or videos is to help others. So that's a bit about my story linked to that. So what are the symptoms of chronic inflammation? You've got general body ache, you've got fatigue, you've got problems concentrating, you might have a bit of brain fog, it can affect your mood, the health of your mind, so anxiety, depression, low mood's quite common. It can affect your GI tract, so that's your gastrointestinal tract, so inflammatory bowel problems, and that would make sense because if you've got chronic inflammation and um, your, your immune system is lower, you're very likely to be chronically stressed and then you get an inflammatory problem within the body. So those things are quite common and I'm sure they can vary from person to person. But sometimes you probably aren't chronically aware that you are in an inflamed state. So what do you do when you are in that camp of people? You can prevent, okay? Prevention is always better than cure. and if you know you're eating things that are pro-inflammatory, so we know that the Western diet is very pro-inflammatory, lots of processed, high sugar, high fat, refined carbohydrates, and high alcohol intake, all those things create an environment of inflammation. So by reducing those or completely removing them if you can, you know that you're going to be pointing the needle to better health and less inflammation. And when it comes to the stress side of things, emotional stress has a huge impact on your nervous system. So that's why one of the pillars of health that I talk about is um, thinking well or managing your thoughts and stress well, because it is such an important part in allowing your body to express health. So how do you manage your stress? I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but things like journaling, mindfulness, taking time to pause, Breath work, conscious breath work is extremely important because remember that break and accelerator that I mentioned at the start, all those things that I've just mentioned are all about cultivating the break side, the parasympathetic side of the nervous system, the slowing down side, which is necessary to help heal and express health. Um, and I did a video recently, just a short reel about how I've healed so quickly because I was getting asked that by quite a few people. It's all about cultivating that parasympathetic nervous system because only when you're in that state most of the time can your body 
adapt to, to the surroundings internally and externally. And it's in that place, in that parasympathetic state, that your body can slow down, rest, heal, regenerate. It's impossible to do all that in that fight or flight state. So I've tried to keep this short and sweet. I haven't wanted to overcomplicate things. These are two topics that you could go really, really deep into. But I just want to shed a bit of light just so you can start to grasp the ideas, get you thinking. And obviously any questions, please do ask. But what I want to finish on is if you imagine chronic stress leads to low-grade chronic inflammation, and over time, that kind of loop will then create an environment best suited for illness and disease. So you start to manage your stress, your thoughts, the emotional stress that we have to deal with day in, day out. You start to change your lifestyle and move it away from more pro-inflammatory to anti-inflammatory. And that's going to point you in a better direction or a direction away from disease, illness and towards health. Well, I'll leave it there and I hope you have enjoyed it. If you are listening or watching, I hope you have taken some information that you can either use for yourself. If you think anyone would benefit from this, please do share with them because this is what this channel is all about. If you haven't already, click the subscribe button and I look forward to either seeing you or speaking to you soon. Peace. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review and share to your friends and family to help them on their health journey. Your support is very much appreciated and I'm going to leave you with one question. How are you living?